Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast. I am Patrick Lyons. And she is Susie Hunter. Let's get you unmuted. I can't. So it looks like I'll just host this show and you'll just be hanging out. We'll get Susie in here in a second. I mean, she's in here now if you're watching us live on YouTube. She's currently muted right now, but she'll jump back in. We'll we'll get this figured out. Of course, uh, it was we got a game. We're back on game day here uh, after the big series win against the New York Yankees, taking two out of three. Do I have a co-host today? I, I mean, I'm here. <laughs> I'm physically here. You are. Can you, you hear are. me? I can. Yes. Welcome in. Okay. Good. Yeah. I. All right. We're 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 at it. Yeah. You. Hi. How you doing? How you feeling, Patrick? <laughs> Good. All right. Uh, not good, but good. Yes. Good, good, okay. good. Uh, glad that we got that we've got some rehab assignments. Look, we'll talk about the Houston Astros series. We'll talk about the 2024 MLB schedule, which uh, was released late last week. And of course, have a little bit of fun. And well, we're going to have some fun with Shohei Otani rumors as well, because that's always fun when you're talking about the best player in, in all of baseball. But are you excited for the rehab assignments tonight, Susie, in Spokane? <laughs> I am so excited that both. Brendan Rodgers and Tyler Kinley are getting back into the mix because we have missed them so much. They are invaluable members of this team. So the fact that we are finally at the point where they are getting closer to the end of that road to recovery, I am so excited for this. They're kind of like, I feel like they're like on equal level of excitement to get both these guys back. Obviously with B-Rod, you say, oh man, it's a, it's a shame his season got such a, a late start with the shoulder dislocation and whatnot after having won the gold glove last year at second base. Obviously a lot more star power there, but Tyler Kinley, a guy who was so invaluable to the bullpen at the beginning of last year, battling back from Tommy John surgery and really being being the first of those one-arm bandits to come back uh, and be healthy. So I think that's, that's really exciting. It's Bark in the Park tonight in Spokane. My question to you, Susie, will they rename it B-Rod in the Park? Broad in the Park? Bark in the Park? Broad in the Park? Maybe it's a visual thing. Uh, interesting. Um, yes, and uh, is that like, yeah, sure, maybe they will. Why not? I mean, he's, he's a big draw. He's a big star. And also, Spokane does not get rehab assignments like this ever. I feel like they never have rehab assignments. Yeah, I think this might be the first time that the Rockies have have sent one of their guys to high. I mean, usually it's most teams. It will be double A, triple A, occasionally, depending on where you're at. I know the Phillies have a couple affiliates that are only an hour pretty much outside of Philadelphia. You know, you, you've got uh, high A, Jersey Shore, Blue Claws is, is one of them. Baltimore, all of their affiliates are super close. So mm-hmm. you could send guys just about anywhere to kind of help boost the fan base up. For the Rockies, it's really just Albuquerque is the only spot. And Hartford, since the pandemic, since the start of 2021, I want to say like Senzatella might be the only guy that was sent there. And then he never even got a chance to pitch because of the weather. Can you remember some like pre-2020 Hartford Yard Goats assignments? I mean, yeah, Hartford's had had a couple of assignments. Um, 
Pre-2020, um, well, Chad Bettis had his first rehab start in Hartford, and it was hilarious because he didn't, ha I guess, like, maybe they didn't have the Yard Goats pants for him, so he wore the purple pinstripe <laughs> pants with the Yard Goats jersey, so it was, it was pretty funny. But um, uh, he's made a rehab appearance. Uh, Chris Iannetta made a rehab appearance also on a Bark in the Park night in Hartford. Super random, super weird. So, I mean, the Rockies have had only a couple, I feel like, other teams like the Yankees, the Red Sox will have their rehab assignments sent to double A and they'll end up. I feel like other teams have had more rehab assignments in Hartford than the Rockies have. Yeah. And, and again, that goes back to being really close to your parent affiliate, the big league team. And, and the Rockies, you know, just don't have that. When they were doing the whole reshuffling of the minor leagues, I really thought that there was a good chance that Wichita could be Colorado's you know, new double A team. Obviously the relationship with Hartford has been great. You want to be associated with a minor league team. You know, it's probably really good financially for everybody involved, but you know, if, if you want to have some of those double A you know, rehab assignments and you want to possibly even steal some fans from the Kansas city Royals out there in Kansas, you make Wichita your double A affiliate and lo and behold, maybe you, uh, you bring in more money. You have more people coming in uh, to the ballpark at Coors Field. Not that they need that boost. Even Amarillo, Texas could have been one of those, those places. But as it were, I think the, the Rockies just liked uh, their, their connection with, with Hartford, despite the fact it's probably two of the farthest big league and double A affiliates in baseball, if not number one. It's not number one because San Francisco Giants and the Richmond, Richmond Flying Squirrels are number one. They, that right. really could not get any far, farther away. Coast to coast. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's the only one. Yeah, I'd be curious to know what number three is because it's probably in a lot, a lot closer than, than both those two for sure. So it's nice to have the, those guys coming back uh, pretty soon for, for the Rockies here, which is really nice. Now, Susie, I was curious, what was, uh, what was your take on the schedule release? I don't, I feel like every year they, they drop the schedule in like the middle of August. I'm wondering if this is a new thing that they're going to start rolling out after the all-star break, basically the, the only day where there's no baseball or one of the only two days with the Wednesday and Thursday after the, uh, the home run derby and the all-star game. Hey, let's drop the schedule to have people start talking about baseball you're not really looking ahead that much to the 2024 season, but there's some interesting matchups for the Rockies. Obviously they play every single team now with a balanced schedule, but not every team is coming through Coors field. Mm -hmm. I think there's some cool, interesting storylines that any of them uh, necessarily jump out at you as far as like, Hey, I'm excited for this next year. I will say it is so weird that the home opener is against the Tampa Bay Rays. When is the last time they were even at Coors Field? But that is a strange home opener for sure. Um, uh, I just, it doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, I'm excited to see that Cleveland will be coming to town. Obviously one of my favorites. Uh, also kind of similar to uh, the schedule this most recent May. Phillies first. Cleveland second, but both of them are here at Coors Field instead of us being over there. So little, little flip-flopped series. I kind of like that. I'm good. That's going to be a fun weekend for me. Yeah, they the Rockies will start their season in Arizona. So that could be a decent trip, I think, for a lot of Rockies fans. You go and you watch, you know, the final couple games of spring training, then just stay mm -hmm. there uh, on Thursday, March 28th. Then, then the Rockies go and play the Cubs in Chicago for three games. That could be rough at that time of the year. I mean, it, does it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's that's not great. 
Yeah, no, that's that's uh, some of uh, Chicago's worst weather is that time of year. And also, that just seems like a really long way to go. It's like you're in Arizona, then you're going to Chicago, and then you're coming back here. That just seems like a lot of seems like a lot of travel to start the season off. It definitely is. It's definitely a lot of back and forth. For me, I broke it down. I, I've got a top five list of series for next year's honorable mention. Seattle going to be at Coors in April. First time Julio Rodriguez and his whole new crew of Mariners comes to town. George Kirby, Logan Gilbert. That's pretty fun. That that doesn't even actually make my top five. So like that's that's how good and exciting I think next year's schedule is going to be. And you also have Texas coming to Coors Field. May 10th through 12th, maybe, just maybe, John Gray makes his first start at Coors. Maybe. It's it's, it's possible. It's crazy maybe. that we don't match up with him a ton. <laughs> yeah. And and before we, we dig into this list even deeper, shout out to, to Zach. Hoping that Colorado Springs comes back as an affiliate. You know, I don't, I don't know if that will ever come to fruition. Uh, I was talking with uh, Jordan from the Cespedes Family Barbecue and the, uh, the podcast, podcast about the minor league. He's into the minor league, obviously. Uh, he's crazy about it as much as he and I are. And, you know, it's obviously it's a disappointment with Colorado Springs no longer under the uh, umbrella. Uh, well, they're under the umbrella as a part of the league. But they're, uh, they're no longer uh, affiliated with any big league team. And when we get expansion, that right there is going to be an opportunity for eight brand new minor league cities to come about. And in fact, you can go as far as saying there could be upwards of 11 different minor league that will that will need to find a home or, or will need to expand. Las Vegas, they're going to have a big team for right now. The aviators will stay there, but eventually they'll have to move out, so that'll be a ninth city. Uh, and if Nashville becomes one of those teams, well, the Nashville Sound, boom, they're going to need to have a new city. And if we say Portland or Vancouver, we'll see what happens with their Northwest League team. They might end up staying. Um, but yeah, there's an opportunity there for Colorado Springs to possibly come back. They may need to build a new stadium. Uh, that would be my guess. And if, if they were to go that far, I think MLB would be very happy to bring them back to the loop, either as the Pacific Coast League, and it was pretty good for them uh, up through 2019, their last season of the Sky Sox. Or they're a little far out, but maybe AA Texas League. Those would be the two most logical places as far as the minors go. Yeah, um, uh, you know, it would be interesting to see how minor league teams will realign once right. these two expansion teams enter the mix. Because, like, I mean, Hartford, like, let's think about Double A Hartford. Double A Hartford is not necessarily, like, the Rockies are not necessarily a benefit to Hartford itself. It's so far away. It's a team that's not very good right now in general. So I don't think the Yard Goats would... They might not miss being a Rockies affiliate. They might be trying to realign with, you know, a different team. And then that could open up some some space for the uh, the vibes, the Rocky Mountain vibes to become affiliated baseball again. That could be very interesting. For sure. And Hartford is is really is stuck between a rock and a hard place. And by that, I mean Boston and New York. New York, hey, they got their New Jersey affiliation with the Somerset Patriots in AA. And Boston's got the Portland Sea Dogs. So, they're not necessarily going to look for a change. They could. I mean, we, we did see that with the whole with a lot of the realignment where you could have Boston go, you know what? We actually do want Hartford as our double A team. And then Portland 
maybe just gets left out in the cold or something like that. That would be really sad to see. Maybe they have to be a part of like the South Atlantic League, which would be wild. But crazier things have happened. Crazier things have happened. I I could see both the Yankees wanting an affiliate in Hartford, especially because Connecticut, Connecticut has no sports identity of its own. It is so split. And for the most part, like, you know, the southern half of the state is mostly Yankees fans. The northern half of the state is mostly Red Sox fans. So if one of them claimed the city that's right in the middle, oh, that could like, that could change the whole New England landscape. It could be actually so crazy. But Somerset just became the affiliate for the Yankees because previously it was the Trenton Thunder. So they're so new. They were already just independent baseball. I don't think that they would do that. And I really couldn't see. Portland's a very special place. Have you been to that ballpark? I have not, no. It is a it is a lovely ballpark. It is a very special place. Portland, or, or Portland, Oregon, Portland, Maine in itself, such a cute city. So I uh, I would be surprised. But then again, we never thought the Red Sox would leave Pawtucket. The Paw Sox never thought that would happen, and it did. So I would say the Red Sox are most likely to try to steal that affiliation in Hartford. I could see it. I could see all that happen. I could see you guys turning $1 into $200 with Bet365, of course. They got those bonus bets. When you join Bet365, you download the app, you deposit $10, and you claim $200 in bonus bets. As soon as you place a bet for $1, download the Bet365 app and use code DNVR365 when you sign up. They've pioneered live in-game betting. 80 million users worldwide. They've got the widest range of games and markets available for live in-game betting. And maybe best of all, they're a proud partner of the Colorado Rockies. So what better for the DNVR Rockies podcast than to let you know about Bet365 and their Bet365 baseball early payout offer. That's where you're a winner if your team goes five runs ahead with an instant payout. It's that easy. Parlay and same game parlay selections will be marked as winners. And download the app and use code DNVR365 when you sign up. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Colorado. Please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, Call or text 1-800-GAMBLER. And Bolo Sport, social sports company, it's the best in the U.S. The bowling league, I think, is wrapping up. Do we know? Did we, did we claim the championship just yet? Oh, my gosh. I have not been keeping tabs on our bowling league because I, you know, usually work Monday nights. So <laughs> usually we have a game going on. I have no idea what's going on with the bowling league. I know our kickball league is still going strong, though. It's so much fun, too, because I feel like it checks off all the boxes where if you just want to get, you know, some activity and just just start getting moving and, and maybe making new friends, too. So many people are moving to Denver and like, hey, how do I meet new people? You sign up for Volo Sport, do the kickball, bocce ball. They've got every sport, softball. Look, they're, they're, they're doing it and they're doing it big. You meet new people. And if you're someone who's lived here or you're just intense – you can kind of go ahead and get your practice. I actually think RK and, and Allie, when they go, it's like one game is, is the league. They'll go and bowl like one or two games ahead of time to really make sure that they've got the hot hand going into the big matchup that night. So, look, it's got a little something for everybody. They're so competitive. It's great. <laughs> And it's cool, too, because when the adults play, the kids get to play for free. Volo Kids Foundation is a separate 501c3 that provides free sports camps to kids in each Volo city. They're in Uptown, City Park, Highlands, Sloan's Lake, everywhere in and about the Denver area. Make sure you check that out. All right. 
going back to our favorites list or best matchups. Got the honorable mentions. Mm-hmm. I got number five, Orioles coming to Coors Field, getting to see Adley Rutschman and his crew of young guys there. Now, the Rockies will be going to Baltimore later on at the end of August. Well, next August, Baltimore is coming to Colorado, so the future of the AL East on display with Rutschman and, and Gunnar Henderson, Grayson Rodriguez, all those guys. That will be that will be a good one to get a ticket to. That is an exciting one. Yeah, I'm excited. I mean, I'm happy that, of course, the Rockies will get to face off the um, uh, face off with the Orioles in August. But also think about when uh, the Orioles come to town. Danielle Allentuck will probably come to town. Yeah. Let's hope. But that's cool. That would be a nice reunion. That would be very good. Yeah, I, I, that's that was one of the other things of like, well, for me, that that's what push, puts it on the top five. But uh, yeah, that'll be a good series. Rocky's going international, so I'm going to get creative on this one. They're going to Toronto early in the year, I think, in April. First time since 2013 that they've been in Canada, a place in which, in Toronto at least, they've never won a game. They are 0-9, one of my most favorite obscure facts for the Rockies. 0-9 in Toronto. So weird. That is so weird. Also, it's so weird that so early in the season, like by the end of May – the Rockies will have been to Canada and to Mexico. That is a lot. That is a lot of international travel, a lot of passport stamps there. It's almost in two weeks, right? Because I, I, I think they're like right around the same time. As you said, yeah, the Mexico City Series, April 27th and 28th. So that's a Saturday and a Sunday playing the Houston Astros. And the Rockies have had a, a long history and connection with Mexico, obviously with Vinny Castilla, you know, uh, having hit the most home runs of any Mexican born player, uh, currently assistant general manager with the team, Alan Trejo representing team Mexico just this past year in the world baseball classic. Maybe we get a return from Jorge De La Rosa, maybe Armando Reynoso, who was a part of that uh, original expansion team back in 1993. They also have Rodrigo Lopez, who was a key part of the rotation back in 2007 I think he's an announcer for the Diamondbacks, so he's he's more associated with them. But a lot of connections with that one. So yeah, a lot of a lot of passports getting stamped, and then the rest <laughs> of the year, we're just we're just doing local flights here. That's it. We're staying just, national. Yeah, our our travel budget's gonna be nuts next year. <laughs> Plus, like, I mean, of course, everyone knows I also love the Philadelphia Phillies. They're going to London. I have like way too much going on for 2024. Oh, I who are they? I, I, I'm already broke. Who are they playing uh, in London? Um, I don't I, remember. I don't think I heard that. I do not remember. I don't remember right now. I do not remember. I'm so That's sorry. Interesting. Yeah. Philly's going to London. I can only London. keep track of one team full time. <laughs> and go. that's the Rockies. Yankees. You're welcome. There you go. Uh, Rockies will go to Yankee Stadium August 23rd through 25th. Again, uh, I put this one even higher than the international uh, series because, look, we saw it in Boston. The young guys got a chance to test their metal a little bit again, you know, in, in a ballpark that, to to use a phrase that I guess I'm coining here, a lot of baseball juice, a lot of baseball juice there, and you <laughs> like for those young guys to get that opportunity, to get that experience, and they'll they'll get that in August of next year at Yankee Stadium. I just thought of something. We got to take it back to the Orioles with how yeah. fast. Jackson Holiday has been moving up through the Orioles farm system. Susie. Do you think he will be a major leaguer by the time the Orioles come to Coors Field? Um, I might have to I might have to boost that one up. That was at five. You've already made that like number two. 
Love that angle. It's yes. possible. Very good chance. It's, it's actually very possible. What if he what if he made his major league debut in Colorado? Woof. Stop. That's too much. It's that's too perfect. <laughs> that would be so cool. I love where your head went on that. Oh that my is gosh. so good. That's my great. like heart rate is up right now. Yeah, he he's 19 years old. He's already in double A. Like Mm -hmm. uh, it, it's very possible. Very. I, in fact, I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to say he's, uh, we will see him there or he'll at least have made his debut. Hopefully he stays and doesn't, you know, have to go back down or whatever, but I think you're right. I think he will get there, uh, by the end of next August when Baltimore comes to town at Coors Field. Number two for me, the home opener, of course, against Tampa Bay. This one also could move up a little bit because Susie, what, what if Tampa Bay wins the world series? You got, I mean, that gives them a lot more juice too, right? I don't think Tampa Bay will win the World Series though. So will <laughs> I they think acquire? they'll still be a good team next year. I just don't think they're going to win the World Series. Will they acquire Shohei Otani? Oh, we'll talk about that in just a second. But for me, no. number one has to be July 22nd through 24th. Smack dab right there in the middle of my birthday. Boston Red Sox, not because they're the Red Sox, but because it does mean the return of Trevor story obviously dj lemay who coming back with the yankees hey that was like four and a half years ago i think a lot of fans forgot uh he became more of a of a fan favorite for rockies fans uh but trevor story was just so absolutely beloved it'll be his first time back since signing that six-year 140 million dollar deal after the 2021 season in fact that'll be his first time playing against the rockies because when colorado went to boston earlier mm -hmm. this year he was banged up he was hurt so that will have so much meaning. That That's why that one, Red Sox, in July, has to be the biggest series for me yeah. on the slate in 2024. I mean, I'm with you. This is going to be a big one. Uh, and, uh, yeah, Trevor Story, much more recent than the DJ LeMahieu return. So, it'll. I think it'll be, it'll be wild. It'll be absolutely wild. Yeah, it's wild that right now when you go over to ShadyRays.com and you use promo code DNVR, you get to buy a pair, and then you get a pair. Two for the price of one. And look at that. Susie's got hers. and These are my you know, new ones. These are the new ones. And you know why she has her glasses? And look, I know we, we talk about it plenty. Uh, we don't want to talk about why you no, have your... No, just say it. I don't care. <laughs> but but <laughs> look... And first off, it's because she hasn't because she's satisfied. If she wasn't, she could return them and get a full return within 30 days, which is really great. But should you happen to lose or break your glasses, they will hook you up with a new pair lost and broken replacement policy over at uh, Shady Rays, independent sunglass company rated five stars by over 200,000 folks. Man, they're doing big things. You can actually go in person, too, if you want at the Park Meadows Mall or if you buy two or more pairs of polarized shades get 50% off those bad boys. So head over to ShadyRays.com and use promo code DNVR. You don't need to use any promo code to get some free assistance when you've been hurt from the folks over at Bacchus & Shanker. Bacchus & Shanker. They've been doing it for 25 years with a staff of 30 lawyers, 100 folks doing some things behind the scenes at any of their four different offices around Colorado, whether it's Denver, Aurora, Inglewood, Fort Collins, Bacchus and Shanker does it all for free until you win. 
So you call them, 222-2222 or coloradolaw.net. And when you do that, again, they can consult with you, let you know if you've got a case. They'll even work on your case for free. They don't see a dime until you get paid. And they've helped their clients make over $1 million, win that much uh, in, in various cases. So Bacchus and Shanker is the spot to go to. And look, they've got the number. If you're a big Troy Tulowitzki fan, you know he got the job done. Same thing is going to be true for Bacchus and Shanker because they win. Give them a call at 222-2222. Susie, what are your thoughts on a Legends Derby with retired players at the All-Star game, maybe after the Futures game? So you have a great juxtaposition there between the new and the old. Thoughts on that? That's been kind of the buzz around the baseball world right now. Oh, that would be so fun. Because also, like, a lot of these legends, like, they, they're they keeping themselves in good shape. Like, obviously, you know, they're not the same as, you know, their 20, 30-year-old selves. But I know a lot of these living legends still got it. And I would love to see them. I think this is the best idea I've ever heard. And it would be even more fun if it was after the Futures game or somehow, you know planned alongside of it because like you said that juxtaposition that would be so much fun how cool would it be too to oh my gosh what if we had like a futures versus legends game Ooh, not bad I'd that be would be that. so freaking fun Great. oh yeah i mean it's, or maybe a father-son teams <laughs> you know you get the get the guerreros <laughs> going against the holidays like <laughs> i i would definitely be down for that the one thing i thought of when i i, I read this idea jason stark wrote about this uh, over at the athletic was, you know, you do it after the futures game, you put all the couches out for these young guys to watch the legends. My only thought was a good 85% of these young guys in the futures game will not be aware of some of the guys that are in the legends derby. They're, they're playing the game. They don't necessarily know the history as well as they, you know, maybe should. And that's okay. Look, that's just, that's just, but you know what, go. you know what, here's the good thing they're going to know them. They're going to know them. These legends are going to give these uh, young guys advice that they're not going to get from their peers in their minor league systems. They're just going to, that would be like an invaluable development experience for those players who participate in the futures game. That's true. I love that. Yeah. Apparently Jim Tomei, David Ortiz, Ken Griffey Jr. and Albert Pujols, they're all in. Like, those are the four guys. And, again, I think Matt Holiday would want to get in on that. Yeah. You, I was going to say, even... like, Pujols was, like, just in an actual home run derby last year. Like, right. of course he still has it. Of course he still wants to get into the mix. Yeah. I mean, you could even go so far in a couple years – you could see Madison Bumgarner wanting to get in it. And you're like, well, he's a pitcher. I'm interested. I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm, I'm going to watch something like that. So, you know, I think there, I think there was a time, I want to say maybe in the early eighties where they tried to some kind of like legends baseball league down in Florida where you know, almost like a senior tour. I, I still think there's a way you could, you could do something like that. And again, I, I don't, you're not going to do it on 162 dates, but it would be cool to just to see these guys come back again because yeah. yeah, people people love them, people remember them. They still got the same swing. You can capture that lightning in a bottle. And you know what? There's only so many broadcasting jobs for all these guys. We got to keep them occupied somehow. <laughs> That's it for sure. Yeah, you get you got free play by play with them for sure. Yes, uh, you can make right. every single one of them up. It would be brilliant. So we are two weeks away from the MLB trade deadline. We got to talk about Shohei Otani. Did it a big seventh inning home run yesterday against the Yankees. Bat flipped. 
Yankees disrupted once again, losing in 10 innings to the Angels. So that's two big losses in a row. Yankees fans, y'all are, y'all are hurting. Now you know what Mets fans feel like. I think. Oh my gosh, this is hilarious. Um, I loved, loved, loved watching Yankees fans melt down after they lost on Sunday. Also, did you, this is total side note, did you see this viral clip of the Yankees TV broadcast right before Alan Trejo hit that walk-off home run? The announcers go, all right, here's Alan Trejo, homerless this season and then he immediately hit the game winning home run how incredible is that what i found strange was that somebody in the in the production booth for the yankees immediately played the curb your enthusiasm music so whoever's the producer over there (laughs) on wfam great job on that i thought that was a that was a classy touch for sure great stuff two weeks away from the trade deadline and shohei otani rumors are heating up i mean Hell, we even got Rockies Shohei Otani rumors. Uh, they're, they're not strong ones, but they're, they're, we can actually put them in the same sentence uh, with, with some reality to it all. Uh, he's not coming to Colorado, but the, the, uh, the Angels are six games back of the final wild card. Actually, I think they're about five and a half right now. So, I mean, they're still in the hunt. I mean, we've heard the Rockies. They've been like seven games back on a season in which no one really expected them to do much of anything, and they've held on to their assets saying, hey, maybe if things happen – so the Angels, you can see, you can see how things could happen for them, and them getting into the postseason. So, I think the price is going to be really high. I know it's just a two-month rental, uh, but you do get, you know, an advanced opportunity to maybe show Otani your organization and say, "Hey, this is mm-hmm. a place we would love for you to stay a little bit longer." Uh, you do mortgage your future a little bit in trading away those prospects, but if you know you're going to be able to re-sign him or bring him back, or you're going to make a big push to do that, it's okay that you don't have those players, uh, whether whether or not they're big league ready or their prospects, because you got Shohei Otani. Now the Rays have been one of those interesting names linked to Otani. They've got the prospect capital to get it done, but they simply have never acquired a player like that. I mean, they they don't really acquire many guys to begin with. Mm-hmm. At the trade deadline, they're they're a bit more frugal. So they're a team that, while they might be a front runner to get Otani in, in some people's eyes, I really don't think there's any way that that happens. I honestly, I don't think the Angels are going to move Otani at all. Unless, like, they really got a ton back for him. But I think with how close they are out of that wild card threshold, I think there's no way they're actually going to do it. They're going to Rockies up this trade deadline. They're not going to do a damn thing. Yeah, they probably shouldn't. And again, what team is going to pay the asking price? And and the asking price is unlike anything that we've heard of. What uh, I think Babe Ruth was the uh, the Yankees paid two hundred thousand uh, dollars to the Boston Red Sox for him, which you know obviously is big money even at that time. But uh, it's just unlike anything around. L.A. Dodgers would be one of those teams that has the prospect capital to go ahead and uh, acquire Otani. But as John Heyman said yesterday, Angels owner Artie Moreno said, oh, yeah, no, we're listening to offers, but we will not be trading him to the Los Angeles Dodgers. So for right now, at least, we don't have to worry about Otani to the Dodgers. We've dodged that bullet. Oh, I see what you did there. I am. I was kind of surprised to hear that they would not consider the Dodgers just because I feel like, I could see Shohei with the Dodgers. Uh, the Dodgers love, they love big stars. Uh, it, it just, it seems to me like they've been kind of saving up for him this year. I just, I could really see Shohei with the Dodgers. Plus, it seems like he likes California. 
He wouldn't have to move. He could stay put, have a nice life. But yeah, I was I was surprised about that. Yeah, Otani is a, a Dodgers are a logical choice for Otani when he reaches free agency. But I I understand why the why the Angels would not want to deal him to the Dodgers. Besides just how that looks in in the newspaper, if you're concerned about that, which I kind of understand why they would a team that's basically in their same market. Um, but it also again gives the Dodgers, you know, some advanced opportunity to show Otani you know, what their organization is like. And because they're already going to be one of the front runners to acquire him in free agency, he might not even reach free agency at that point. So that's the, maybe the only team that you say, if I, if we trade Otani to this team, he might not even reach free agency. The Dodgers may just come in heavy handed and says something like 13 years, $625 million done deal. Now the angels are left holding the bag going, I mean, yeah, we got a couple good prospects that good we got something for him because if you just would have signed as a free agent at the end of the year we would have gotten nothing other than a compensation balance pick but still but he's with the dodgers happen. this is a hypothetical situation that's not going to happen because they're not going to trade right. him to the dodgers that's right and that's that's why that makes sense that's why that makes sense why uh owner Artie moreno said that yankees another one of those teams uh big connection uh with with the japanese players in the past with hideki matsui uh, hideki arabu if you really want to go back Mariners, Rangers, those are the those are the three teams I think probably make the most sense where it, it's a win-win for both organizations, Yankees, Mariners, and Rangers. Everyone else I, I kind of find fault in um, and them wanting to acquire a player. It's it, it just not working out. Is there anybody else that you would throw into that mix and say, you know, it, it, it could happen? Uh, again, obviously none of this is impossible, but Mariners, Rangers, Yankees, those are the only three real frontrunners for Otani I could see if it even happens at this trade deadline. Yeah, you know what? Um, I could I could see a world where Seattle pans out for Shohei Otani. Um, uh, I feel like I saw some stuff on Twitter about, about Cleveland. I think he who was he must have been like really broing out with someone. Um, and I'm gonna find that tweet because it, I was like, oh, oh, Shohei Otani in Cleveland, like that would be hilarious. That, yeah, that, I mean, sure, uh, maybe, uh, but yeah, I, I don't. I, I, there are look, there are teams that have the prospect capital, like Reds, Diamondbacks, Marlins, can get it done, but they're really mortgaging their future. They they need all of the young guys. They can't afford to be trading even as little as two of their better prospects. So. Reds, Diamondbacks, Marlins, they they really mm. would. I don't think it makes that sense. Same thing for the Orioles, I would say. Giants would love to have Otani. I don't think they have the prospect capital to mm -hmm. get it done. And then Mets and Padres, I mean, they're they're lucky to even make the postseason. So I Mets and Padres should they okay, their wallets are taken away from them right now until they get their shit together because they've both done the thing where they spend so much money this offseason and they are both total ass right now. Also Circling back to Cleveland, I found the tweet that I was thinking of um, at the All-Star Game or ahead of the All-Star Game. Shohei was being interviewed on MLB Network, and he said the person he was most excited to hang out with in the American League dugout was Jose Ramirez. There you go. That's cool. Besties. Immediate besties. I love that. Like, just what a delightful young man Shohei Otani is. I didn't recognize Jose Ramirez because I, I think he got a haircut. I think he cut off kind of his trademark uh, dreadlocks a little oh bit. Oh, my there. gosh. I haven't seen that. I have looks, to, You're giving me too different. many things to look up while we're in the middle of a show, Patrick. <laughs> so Atlanta is the other team that uh, have, has been part of the rumors with Otani. 
I just don't think they're going to want to break up that core of, of players. They already have enough pieces. They're, they're doing it right now. Again, you put Otani on that Atlanta roster, you go, wow, they're, they're the best team in baseball unequivocally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they would still have to win in the postseason. So it doesn't necessarily mean all that much right now. For, it's great for the regular season, but they pretty much already have that part kind of situation so i was gonna I say they don't they don't need them right now like they're cooking it's crazy and yeah they've already broken up they broke up their world series core already so like i i don't think they can break things up anymore i think atlanta will actually burn itself down if that happens um yeah yeah i, th- I think they've got a really good core i think yeah. i think yeah the, the guys that, that they won the world series with were just free agents and so they they kind of went their separate ways uh well, but you yeah. know not like well like you know they I think I think Atlanta fans see, um, you know, sending letting Freddie Freeman go as like breaking up that core, like stuff like that. Like Dansby, Dansby left. Like those are guys that they could have they could have kept around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah, I think I think anytime if they were if Atlanta were to to give up any of their prospect capital, that decreases the likelihood of their window of contention staying, you know, just jarred open as much as it is. So, again, Rangers, Mariners, Yankees, they seem to be. The only the the real solutions uh, for for Otani uh, if the Angels are going to trade him, but yeah, I, I kind of tend to side with you, Susie. I don't I don't think that will happen. Um, what I think will happen for sure is you're going to have a great time if you come down to the DNVR bar on the corner of Colfax it's and York. An read. Look, get yourself signed up, become a diehard because there's just so many wonderful benefits from all of the the merch you can get at DNVRLocker.com and get 20% off of, but 15% off all your food and drink when you're down here on the corner of Colfax and York. It's it, it, it pays for itself pretty much after just a couple visits. There's all kinds of takeovers that we have and uh, as well as the tailgates, you get a discount 20% off on those as well. Access to our diehards only Discord where there are people that aren't, aren't just fanatics of the teams that we have in town as well as the colleges um but they're doing other things as well and they're also giving tickets away like when they don't have it they're like you know what if my friends uh, don't need it i'm gonna go to my other friends in uh, the diehard community so again get yourself signed up over at the dnvr.com that's your choice but i think i've got a couple choices coming up for myself don't i Yes, Patrick, that's right. We are going to play one of our favorite games. It is called Fielder's Choice, where I'm going to give you a scenario. You tell me which one you would rather go through with. Uh, Let's start off with Patrick. Would you rather never eat a hot dog again or be forced to eat a hot dog every single day for the rest of your life? Never eat a hot dog. I I wouldn't (laughs) want to be forced to eat anything. uh, Even I mean, I don't. Two of my favorite foods are probably. An apple and peanut butter. And if I was forced to really eat one every day, actually, I could probably eat apple every day. But no, I, I just go without the hot dog. It's okay. I typically don't have hot dogs most days, uh, which isn't really <laughs> saying much because you, I can still have 180 hot dogs in a year, and that's still not most days. Uh, if we're going to get uh, that's a lot semantics. Of, that's a lot of days. That's a lot of days. That's Elder in our days. chat saying, what are the chances the Rockies get Shohei Otani? Gosh, we should probably talk about this during the offseason for 45 minutes, Susie. It's just <laughs> not going to happen. I don't know that the, the Rockies even have enough players that they could offer the Angels right now where the Angels go, yeah, you know what? Let's go ahead and uh, send Otani to Colorado for, as Rockies owner Dick Momford said, two really fun months. Uh, it, it might not really work out. Uh, Rockies have not even spent 
half as much on a player as they will have to for Otani. He's going to get over $500 million. It's he's going to be way more than that. Historic stuff. Historic stuff. Um, shall I continue with uh, Fielder's Choice? Yeah. Yes, please. Patrick, would you rather have everyone you know be able to read your thoughts or everyone you know to have access to your internet search history? Hmm. Probably my search history. I'm a good boy. And again, I'm a good boy either way. But sometimes, you know, even if let's say you don't like someone and they can read your mind, they're going to go, all right, well, this person doesn't like me. I, I don't like that. I, I don't want my thoughts going out there like that. But my internet search history, it's good. Come at me. Come find me. Like, I'm, I'm a good boy. I think, I think I would want people to know that I don't like them. I think I would like – I think that would just save us all a lot of time. <laughs> sure. Sure. And, hey, look, some people are just, like, outright. Well, they'll say it. Or they'll just behave a certain way. And you go, yeah, okay, I, I, I get it. I get that you don't like me, and I will I – will, Oh, but you know what? Then all the boys I have crushes on are going to find out. <laughs> Too stressful. Patrick, all right. Would you rather have a team that wins 100 games, but your all-star doesn't even make it into the game, or your team loses 100 games, but your all-star wins MVP? I'll take the 100-win season. Yeah, I... <laughs> I, and I imagine if you're if you're on pace to win 100 games, you're probably like four or five all stars, and that would be really weird if none of them got in. But even still, I'd I'd sign up for that uh, because again, just winning 100 games just feels so good for a very prolonged period of time, not just a couple days. And it looks good on the front of a media guide or something like that. So obviously, no knock on the reality of the situation, but yeah, give me give me a uh, 100 wins for the team. And everyone gets to enjoy that, which granted is what 30 some games more than you would have won on your own if you're a hundred loss team. But yeah, all-star game is, is one day hundred win season is a full year. That's a, that's a, that's a whole season that you get to enjoy. Patrick, would you rather be in jail for a decade or be in a coma for a decade? Whoa. Okay. That's a good one. Um, Shoot, I guess my gut reaction would be jail because I would still be alive. I would still be able to. You'd still be aware. I could still probably do the podcast for my cell. So I, I'm going to be employed. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I feel I'm... bad for everyone in prison. <laughs> yeah, cell, <laughs> cell block. you talking to yourself in your cell about the Colorado Rockies. Oh, my gosh. Like people would that would that would start a prison riot. Cell block H would be very tired on knowing every detail about the Colorado Rockies for sure. Uh, yeah, either that I'd be doing plugs for like people's PO boxes uh, at the prison. Please send Twizzlers and now or laters to PO box. I, that that's, would be all of our ad reads pretty much would be just uh, my bunk mates. Yeah, I, I don't I would not want to be in a coma that. And then besides everything that you have to do to relearn to walk and all that stuff. It would be way more fun. Yeah, all <laughs> the uh, muscles atrophying. Yeah, that would be that would be a lot. I think I'd rather be in prison too. I guess it would probably be a really humbling experience for me. I don't know what I did to get in prison, and only for ten years. <laughs> like, what small crime only gets you ten years? <laughs> Someone call back as a Patrick, you ready for another one? Please. Um, uh, this is kind of similar. Would you rather spend a year at war or a year in prison? Okay. Um, 
I would, uh, I would, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> either way, it's a bad time. Either way, it's, it's a bad time. Either way, I'm taking showers with a lot of people at the same time. <laughs> that's where, that's what I'm thinking about. Uh, no, I guess prison because you can, you can get out of there without killing somebody potentially. So yeah, that's true. <laughs> you can, you don't have to kill anyone. What I'm trying to say is I love prison. I think that's what we've learned today, right? <laughs> Patrick, okay. What team would you rather watch? The team that wins 90 games, but you don't even make the postseason, or the one that wins 61 games, but wins the division? This is very AL Central inspired. Everyone's under yeah, 500. Really. Uh, I, would, I would take the division because that means, you know, every game, well, it. Mm, you said you missed the postseason if you win 90 games? You win 90 games, but you miss the postseason, which I feel like could very well happen in the AL East. Wow. The, that's pretty neck and neck. Uh, shoot. I, I, honestly, I, I don't know. I, I guess I'd probably take the 90 wins. It would be a lot more fun. It would definitely be less stressful. You'd probably get in a lot less fistfights going. But it would be yeah, so but, stressful at the end of the season where you don't make it to the postseason. Yeah. Very it's true. just a no-win situation, honestly. Yeah. One more, Patrick. Would you rather have the ability to see 10 minutes into the future or 150 years into the future? Uh, what, was the, what was the first option? Um, uh, you can see 10 minutes into the future or 150 years into the future. No in between. Which one would you rather oh do? Oh, my gosh. Too much pressure. Give me, uh, give me 10. Give me the first one. <laughs> 10 minutes? Yeah. I mean, you know what? It is 10 minutes into the future. Uh, Clubhouse, open it up. There we go. That's right. Yes, you're going to be down at the ballpark today mm -hmm. uh, covering Houston versus Colorado. We've got a bullpen day. Jake Bird, future starting pitcher, for future full-time starting pitcher, Jake Bird. It's going to be a bullpen game, but we'll see what happens uh, for Jake's future as we talked about on Sunday. 640 start. Hunter Brown going for the Astros. AL Rookie of the Year award candidate in 17 starts. He's got a 4.12 ERA. Well, that's actually quite good. Uh, it's the best for any pitcher in the American League, or actually at all, amongst all pitchers that yeah. are rookies. Uh, and he's actually pitched much, much better than that. His ex-fip is closer to three. So he's uh, had a little bit of unluck. Uh, defense not really supporting him. And then on Wednesday, it's Austin Gomber, Brandon Belak, 110 start. We'll, of course, have a post-game show tomorrow in studio. Uh, we will not get the matchup of Altuve versus Daniel Bard. Not going to happen. Nope, nope. Um, Altuve uh, got taken out of the game right before the Rockies series in Houston a couple of weeks ago. Oblique strain. So, yeah, of course, as we know, um, uh, Bard broke. Was it his hand? Was it Altuve's hand or Altuve's finger? Uh, I believe it was his hand, yeah. I think it was his hand, yeah. But, um, yeah, they will not face off. They did not face off a couple of weeks ago. They will continue to avoid each other. I think it's for the best. And now at the balanced schedule, I mean, it's it's always going to be on the table where you can't avoid those uh, American League teams if there's uh, any kind of shenanigans that go go down between the Rockies and that other team. Mark Pepitone in the chat saying, you could still win the World Series with 60 wins, though. I mean, in 2020, that's true. That would have been an unprecedented, undefeated season uh, for sure. Sean saying, Otani and the Angels get Fresno and Spokane. The entire roster, I'm thinking. I think I think the Angels might do that. Although there are limitations of minor league players where you can only actually have so many of them on your roster, but 
but still they could cherry pick their favorite from that. Yeah. In a way, I guess you could have a, you know, 50 for one trade, <laughs> the entire a the affiliation whole farm system, the whole thing, <laughs> get the thing done. Why not? Uh, crazier things have happened indeed. Why not? Why not? Yeah. Why and why not check us out over on Twitter at DNVR underscore Rockies at Patrick D Lyons is where I can be found. And you can find me at the Susie Hunter on all platforms. This has been momentous, but as we say about momentum, it's only as good as your next show. So make sure you join us tomorrow at 1 p.m. right here on the DNVR Sports nope, Channel. Tomorrow post game. Oh, that's right. <laughs> the game is at 1 o'clock. Games at 1. We're about an hour after the game. That's when you can check us out. <laughs> Susie, I've, I've lost all the momentum. I'm going to need you to save this one. I need you to come out of the bullpen. Go ahead. Save the ending. All right. It's only as good as your next show. We will talk to you guys after the game on Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> Mmm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.